I'm excited to announce that we are now on Patreon. So check us out at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. The universe is intelligence. That's all it is, is intelligence, really. And it knows what we want. We don't have to keep asking for it over and over and over again. In fact, I believe when we ask for something over and over again, we're really sending that it's not here message. Welcome to the Stream of David podcast. I am here with one of our favorite frequent guests. I think I say that about everybody, right? It's one of my favorite people, Matt Garden. <laughs> <laughs> but you're out of all my favorite people. You're my you're one of one of my most favorite people. <laughs> At least in this interaction. <laughs> yeah, I love we have, so, we have fun podcasts. Yeah. Well, and what we're diving into today is uh, stepping into your future self. Yeah. Because who doesn't want to be more intentional in stepping into their future selves? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we've got, we've, got an exciting, uh, we've got an exciting chat to have. And then over on Patreon, some tips about how you, how you can actually start doing that, uh, which we're excited to share as well. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, you know, one of the things that's exciting about this topic is everyone should have a future self they want to be or a, a direction they're trying to head in, you know. Um, and oftentimes that's it's too far away. And sometimes the magic happens by starting to bring that reality closer towards you. Like how do you actually bring it towards you and, and what what are some of the ways you should be to um, to start to live that 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 future self and to, to step into it. Actually, sometimes the dream can seem so big that it that will never happen. And I think well, all- we we get we we get ourselves into a rhythm of thought, mm-hmm. and we, we we are currently our own creation. And I know a lot of us don't want to claim that, but we we are. And if you really if you're really honest with yourselves about your belief system, then you can really see how you are your own creation and how your current reality is an amalgam of all of your beliefs and how much your beliefs are shaped by past triumphs and traumas. Yeah. Because when you, when, when you triumphed in something and something, you know, something went really, really well and you're really successful, you want more. And then when you suffered in something, you want to avoid the suffering. Mm-hmm. And we've and talked the, so many times before about how how our ego wants to protect us from disappointment. Although, ironically, sometimes if you focus too much on that suffering, you you repeat it. You know, yeah, well, we do. Yeah, we do. When you get when yeah. you focus on the suffering, you're actually activating the vibration of what you cause the suffering and the suffering itself, and you are creating another version of it for your now, and then creating more, maybe even more of it in your future. Of course. Mm-hmm. So the, the stepping into your future self is, is very much about your belief system and creating a belief system so that your subconscious mind is vibrating with what you desire for your future, not just your conscious in the moment thought, because that's, that's very difficult to hold on to. Exactly. Exactly. You want to kind of lay that framework in, into your subconscious so it can start working towards that future but you know one of the important things um, that, that you have to do first of all is get pretty clear on who your future self is you know and that, that's the importance of, of of having of setting correct intention and of setting 
consistent intention um, and of and of being pretty clear on where you want to go. Because often, I mean, I find for myself what happens is there's this kind of crazy zigzag, right? Because you change your mind every three minutes and, you know, I watch a new James Bond film and I want to go off and be a spy. Then I watch, you know, I don't know, something else with my daughter and I'm going to go and be a doctor. And it's just kind of there's this crazy zigzag if you're not clear on actually what's your, which future self do you want to become? I think you just brought up a really good point too, is do you want to be an original creation or do you want to be a copy of something or someone else? Yeah. 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 I I think it's one thing to use. I think it's one thing to be inspired by others. You see James Bond doing something fantastical on screen because that's what James Bond does. And you can be inspired by that to, I don't know, travel more, uh, you know, do, do more things, but of course you're not going to go be James Bond in most cases. And the stream says anything is possible. Yes, anything yeah. is possible, but you're probably not going to be James Bond. Yeah, Nor he's not a great role model, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. But there's the. But I think what 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 certainly what most people are attracted to in those scenes is that sense of excitement, that glamorous travel, that kind of you know fantastic lifestyle that's very sophisticated and exciting and serious missions and you know he's a badass grown-up yeah if you believe that you can be that then you're going to to definitely place more of that in your path and part of your life journey will be more like that but i think that we we seek inspiration as sort of a instruction manual on how how to be the the type of human we want to be but you can get caught up in being a copy of someone. And I think that's where the wavering goes by, because I think your soul yeah. is out there calling you forward or in there, I should say, calling mm-hmm. you forward into originality. Come this oh, way, come, come be your own creation. This is what expansion is. It's not copying what has already been. It's new creation. Yeah. And yeah. we were talking about this before we came on. Uh, I was talking about Esther Hicks channeling Abraham mm-hmm. and I absolutely was inspired by Esther Hicks channeling of Abraham, but the intention that I set when I started doing this publicly, when I started the podcast, which is the first place, uh, this podcast, uh, which was the first place I ever channeled uh, publicly anywhere was on this very podcast. And the intention was not to copy Abraham. I didn't want to be the next Abraham or another Abraham or be a, you know, Abraham is already Abraham. Esther is already sharing that message and doing it very well. And it's very effective and it's, it's very expansive and it's beautiful. But I knew that that wasn't the only message for humanity. In fact, the stream made that very clear to me and really guided me to just let the stream become the stream. And here we are five years later, and I can say the stream became the stream from that my broader intention was to give people real world tools, i.e. a practice to operate their lives in harmony with universal law, that's where the Taya practice came from. It yeah. just happened. Yeah. I didn't sit down yeah. and plan, okay, I'm going to be a channel, but I'm also going to create a mindset practice and I'm going to teach that. It wasn't like that at all. It just, in fact, if you listen to this podcast, if you want to take the time to listen to the past five years, 200 plus episodes, you can hear that whole, you can really hear the whole progression of all of it. Hey, I've got a course. It's called Abundance Breakthroughs. I'm going to teach this. And then it went into Taya all of a sudden. And then suddenly it was Taya Boot Camp. And then we started having all these uh, Taya practitioners on talking about how, how they practice. 
And that's really what it's morphed into now. So the only time I get myself tripped up in what I do is when I compare myself to Abraham. Yeah. Which yeah. is exactly what they guided me not to do. <laughs> and, and it's exactly what you shouldn't do, right? Because as soon as you're comparing yourself to somebody else, there's, there's that sense of lack. You yeah. know, you, you, can't, you can't, and this is something that I think is important, is your own abundance is your own. No one else can take it from you. And you having it doesn't take from anyone else. Like it's your abundance. Yeah, it's your creation. It's there for you. Yeah. Well, there, yeah. there is this idea, we see it, especially in politics and things like that, where, you know, the, the rich are evil and they're hoarding all the money and that's hurting everyone else. Yeah. But in reality, abundance is available to all of us, whether the rich are, are billionaires or trillionaires or whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if Elon Musk becomes a trillionaire. I, he said, certainly seems to be sabotaging that a little bit lately, but that's yeah. a whole other podcast. But, you know, it, it, someone's going to be a trillionaire. And I, I have been told that there have already been trillionaires that we're just not aware of. But certainly one of these public figures is going to cross that threshold and become a, a trillionaire. And that doesn't matter. You know, we, we, our belief that it matters to us is creating a reality where we're in lack and not in abundance. Whereas, I see proof everywhere around me in my own life and people that I work with that abundance is always flowing. It's always flowing. It's what the universe is, is abundance. Source is abundance. We are the ones that get in the way of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, absolutely. That is so true. And we'll come back to that. But I just want to touch on the thing of like, when you start to be fully abundant, when you start to feel fully abundant, you realize how insignificant financial wealth is really you know and and, and well, it's, it's an illusion it's an illusion that exactly. everybody chases but ultimately exactly. you don't even need that to live an abundant life it's, it's not exactly. bad but you don't need that to live an abundant life a truly <clears throat> abundant life you're right yeah and and i think there's this fixation and, and I, you know we've all been there i certainly used to do it oh you know everything will be better when i have this and everything will be better when i have more zeros in my bank account and everything will be better when i have this and that's not how it works. Everything needs to be better within yourself. And then everything else flows towards you. You know, I mean, well, the problem I, is, is there's never a, a, there's never a threshold that you cross where, okay, now I have enough money. And now I can say that I'm happy. Because yeah. there's always going to be some lower vibrational experience that we're creating for ourselves, that's going to reveal itself in the form of a challenge. Yeah, always everyone has challenges, everyone, you know, the stream is Beyonce right? has challenges. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and people think, you know, and, and in fact, in many ways, people like Beyonce and, and people who are wealthy have much larger challenges because there's much more responsibility around holding on to that, to that wealth. Yeah, you achieve, you achieve that. And now you've got to fight to, to stay there. And we see that. Yeah. You want to talk yeah. about pop culture and celebrities, you know, I see that in Madonna, mm. you know, really, and that's her thing. It's her path and it's cool, but it seems like she's really challenged. I thought, gosh, how lovely would it be to be that famous and that rich and just kind of go buy an island somewhere and kick back and be left alone, you know, at a certain point in your life, but that's just not her like, thing. You know? Like John McAfee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't say be on the run. for the yeah, rest true. Yeah, it's no, funny. But, we're talking um, about pop stars and I was telling you about a song. Uh, mm, just, I think it just oh, came yeah. out, a Taylor Swift song called Antihero. I mm. want everybody to go listen to the song because it's so law of attraction aligned because the song is, hi, it's me. Hi, it's me. I'm the one creating all of my problems. I'm the one creating my life. Hi, it's me. In the video, she's looking in the mirror. It's really funny. 
So go on YouTube and, and Google uh, Antihero by uh, Taylor Swift and watch that yeah. song because it's it's almost like a law of attraction anthem. You know, I'm creating mm. all of this. Yeah, and, and we are, right? And you're either creating a sense of lack because you're comparing yourself to somebody else or you're creating a sense of abundance because you're starting to appreciate the inherent and endless abundance that is flowing directly to you but by design you know the universe yeah, is and we, designed we, we, and we're taught to ignore that i get that yeah. uh you know we're, we're taught that abundance isn't flowing that uh, money is hard to come by and that you know everything is a challenge and everything is a struggle and if you spend any time on social media or just talking to people you don't have to be on social media just talk to people and you hear that that collective mindset of life is hard these are scary mm -hmm. times. What's going to happen next? There's so much to be afraid of. I have so much fear. There's going to be war. The United States is changing. It's not going to be a, uh, a democracy anymore. Uh, you know, these other countries are looking to take over the world and take your rights and your freedoms away. And there's all this fear woven into everything. And we can buy into that and make that our reality, or we yeah. completely sh shut all we can completely shut all that down. And really allow the natural abundance of the universe to flow because it will when you shut down the fear mm -hmm. and you shut down the judgment and you shut down the comparison which is a big one yeah that huge comparison thing is huge, huge. you know comparing huge. myself to abraham hicks mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. dip into that right away i know it's not a good thing because i can feel it yeah, yeah. oh esther has this many people showing up this weekend you know, it just right away, I've taught myself to, to not even go there. But when yeah. those thoughts start to creep in, my vibration drops. And then I, that's my first sign that this is not the territory I want to be in. I don't want to be comparing yeah. myself to Abraham or Esther. I love Esther. Abraham's yeah. great. But I love yeah. the stream too. And I love what the stream has done. I love what the stream and, has offered yeah. humanity and continues to do so. And, and it's important that you keep doing that, right? It's important that this, the, 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 Tire practice is out there and 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 thriving and being available for people who are looking for it because they are there there are so many people looking for something just to kind of a framework or a structure for their life that's not judgmental that's not you know um um, um restrictive that, that that's empowering and simple to follow um and, and, well, and it's and a powerful, whole different way massively powerful yeah. yeah it's a whole different way to operate your life and it's massively powerful and I do have great appreciation for it. And when I, mm -hmm. that's my, it's like a, a, a sabotage mechanism. We all have it, but that's my okay. version of it is when that starts to creep in, you know, oh, you know, you created this thing and it's wonderful and you've helped people all over the world change their lives. But Abraham filled up a stadium this weekend <laughs> and mm -hmm. that's all yeah, yeah. my ego. You know, it's not, yeah. that is not yeah. the stream. The stream is not about that whatsoever. Yeah. The, the, the stream is half very, full. very clear. There's one person listening or there's a million people listening or a billion people listening. It doesn't matter. That quantification piece is very ego-driven, very human. And that's yeah, us. And it's, you know, there, there's times that that motivates us in a positive way where it's okay, but you have to know that, okay, that's my ego. My ego's okay. It's okay that I have one. My ego has desires that are, that are not desires born of source necessarily. And it's okay to entertain those without falling into that vibration of need. And if fear and judgment are present, I know that I'm really operating an ego. And I want to raise my vibration to what we call above neutral, where we're allowing more source, more abundance flows, more new ideas, more new. That's so important. When we get into the whole, do you want to be an original or a copy? 
the new piece of it. Yeah. The new creation. That's our, that's where we get our expansion from. That's what our soul wants is that expansion of consciousness because we have come, we've had a set of uh, you know, manif manifested circumstances in our lives and we use that as a launch pad for new creation. And notice, and if you listen to this podcast often or at all, you know that the negative stuff usually does more to inspire new creation than just the enjoyment of positive. Yeah, yeah. And it's necessary, right? We're not saying you don't need any any. Uh, negative stuff in your life first of all you can't afford, avoid it and second of all your ego is really important your ego is important because it sets the direction and it sets the desire yeah yeah because you know? source isn't desiring anything that's why we come to no. physical to be in that polarized state of being where we have desires physical things that we want to experience and our ego wants to drive us through this life experience and the when we allow the ego to sort of overtake our soul or source connection then all of a sudden we are suffering because the ego is about comparison. The ego is about fear. The ego is about judgment. The ego, you know, can get really rooted in that stuff. It doesn't have to, but it can, when you really get down in the lower vibrational territory, the ego is really becoming active and it's sort of in the driver's seat, as we like to say, when you sort of detune that, not eradicate it, but simply understand that your ego has a set of desires and that your source being, your soul, is part of you. It's always there. It doesn't leave you. That is the, the, the vibration or the energy that allows all new creation, all new thought, and allows that original version of you to step forward, which is brilliant and beautiful and an amazing thing to experience. Yeah, yeah. And just to tr learn to, and, and trust it, right? That future self that you that you want and you desire is is something to, to trust and you know david you and i have both had examples of becoming that future self you know i i, I had a situation um last year or the year before last the year before last where um i was meditating on a certain situational moment in in my business and i remember when that moment happened and it was it was it freaked me out you know, I said, this is it. This is the moment I've been meditating for. And this was, oh my God. And it's exactly how I imagined it. I'm here now and I'm here now. And holy shit, this has happened. Like it's, it, it's, it's a fantastic feeling. And it's a, it's a wonderful, um, it's wonderful evidence of how powerful this practice is, you know, ho holding that intention and, and meditating on a, on a, on a future self and allowing the universe to, to collapse into that reality for, for you. Well, and the funny thing is, is that we very, because the, the process of creation, we're operating in what we perceive as linear time. So the process of creation flows in linear time. And what happens is, is that one thing happens and another thing happens and something else kind of flows in and another change happens. And then before long, we are that future self version, but we didn't even realize that we were manifesting it. And we find ourselves, and I, I, I found myself like that several times, I've stopped and said, oh my God, I'm living right now exactly what I wanted, yeah. you know, five years ago or three years ago. I, I did that. Uh, 2019 was a period of that mm. for me where all, all of a sudden, you know, I, I, um, you know I, I've told the story many times about pulling the, the list of goals. That was in 2018, actually pulling the list of goals of all the things that I was going to accomplish. And I'd accomplished all of them. And I yeah. never looked at the list after I wrote it. I just did it. Yeah. It just happened. Yeah. And then in 2019, I remember looking at a vision board 
And every damn thing on that vision board happened. Everything happened. I, I, I was mm -hmm. the fittest I'd ever been. I lived exactly in the house that was on my vision board, the backyard. I was on the vision board, but I lived in the exact house, which is insane in Palm Springs, which was not even where I was living when I put that vision board together. Uh, working for myself, you know, channeling all the time, all of those things. I had a French bulldog. All of that stuff came to be, but it, I just created it and kind of forgot about it and really made my work just the vibrational stuff. Yeah, which is the best stuff way to be. Right? Well, which we have to remember exactly that the, the universe is intelligence. That's all it is, is intelligence, really. Mm -hmm. And it knows what we want. We don't have to keep asking for it over and over and over again. In fact, I believe when we ask for something over and over again, we're really sending that it's not here message. Mm -hmm. We create that reality of it's not here. I need to meditate on it a little more. I need to want it more. I need to try to make it happen more. And really what we're doing is activating a very different vibration than what we want. We're acting, activating the vibration of it's not here and I need it. And we mm -hmm. keep ourselves in that perpetual state of need. Absolutely. And there's, um, uh, you know, th there's that nice little analogy. When you order uh, a nice meal at a, at a fancy restaurant, you don't call the waiter over every five seconds to order again. You know, you don't race out the back into the kitchen to tell the chef how to cook. Yeah, you it. place your order and you know that it's going to show up. You, ex you don't expect get it in to. the way of it. It's going to show up in a, <laughs> the way it's supposed to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny because you say that about restaurants because I, I do have a friend, a good friend who listens to this podcast, so I should tread lightly, um, who has a lot of issues with food in restaurants. And they mm -hmm. always have issues. I, we go out to dinner and there's always an issue with their food. And mm -hmm. it's, it's always it, because that's the vibration. I can't tell you the last time something wasn't right with my food order. You know, it's always what I wanted yeah. exactly the way that I wanted it. Exactly. Oh, me too. Yeah, me too. But then anytime I go out, I'm always setting the intention for a magical evening, you know, or a magical day. And then, and at the end, of the, and you're on the on your way home, laughing about, wow, that was crazy. What, how much fun was that? And wasn't that brilliant? And, and then I you kind of remember, oh yeah, I set that intention. Isn't that? It's cool when you realize that when you catch yourself remembering yeah. that you set that intention and then it came to be, and then you start realizing, holy shit, this stuff works. This really, really yeah. works. And yeah. the only time it doesn't work is is and, and you know when it doesn't work, it's okay that it doesn't work. It really allows you to look at, okay, well, what was I really vibing with? Because what yeah. you're really vibing with is what you're getting. And if you think you're vibing one way and you're receiving something else, I would say most of the time, all the time, you're not being honest with yourself with what you're really vibing. No, and, and, and that's 100% some, that's true. And then that comes back to one of the, you know, the big pillars of tire, which is forgiveness, like clear out your basement. You know, is there something you're holding onto in your past that you haven't really cleared out and let go and detuned because that subconscious vibration of lack of not work of unworthiness unworthiness is a big one for me um you know of guilt of shame all those things kind of keep you pegged down and, and that's why boot camp is so is so tough at the beginning because it forces you to go back and look into those cupboards and dust off those skeletons and have a really long hard look at them and send them off into the night you know yeah well, and boot camp is a good place to do that because you um, you're in that environment where you have coaching and you know camaraderie and all that stuff going on. Yeah, it's a safe space. Helps you really dig into that stuff in, in a way that will be healthy, and then you mm -hmm. learn how to do it for the rest of your life, which is fantastic. Let's take a quick yeah. break. We come back. We'll do a little wrap up, and then uh, we'll we'll create our um, 
we'll, we'll create our tips and then kind of continue that over on Patreon. We'll be right back after Perfect. this message. If you're interested in making the Taya practice your new way of life, listen to what a few of our Taya Bootcamp graduates have to say. I think when I entered Taya, I'd done a lot of work on myself. But when COVID hit, working from home, being a mum, homeschooling, I lost myself and I lost my zest for life. Everything was just a struggle. And going through boot camp, I found myself again. I've fallen in love with myself again. I appreciate life. I've got my family back together as a unit because we're not all feeding off each other's stress. It's now much calmer and more fun. So I just feel like I've got my life back after the pandemic, which feels amazing. They transform their lives with a new operating system and so can you. Click the link in the show notes and book your free, no obligation, Taya Bootcamp discovery session today. Now back to the show. So we're back with Bat Garden talking about stepping into your future self, not well, being a copy of someone else, creating right. a, an authentic version of you. What, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how, how, how do you get there, right? Like it's one thing to, well, first of all, you need to have the vision. So what, what are the processes and the steps to, to, to create that vision and to, and to be clear on it? Um, and, and, you know, sometimes it's vision boards, sometimes it's lists, sometimes it's, it's, it's meditation. Sometimes it's also a challenge, right? Um, for a lot of people, their future self is a healthy future self. Um, and that's, that's very important too. Uh, and that can, that can sometimes feel like an insurmountable challenge. You know, when you get, when you get some, some really bad news from typically it's Western doctors. <laughs> the West is good at that. Yeah. 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 Well, Hey, um, the, you know, being, being sick sells, uh, sells medicine. Yes. Um, so yeah. And, and then how do, how do you get there? Like, what are, what are, what are the steps? What are the concrete steps to do it? And, and how do you align yourself with, with that future self so that you can start to not only step into it, but start stepping as your as your future self um or hobbling or crawling or wheeling well or and you, touch, you know our favorite word is trust around here and you <clears> used <throat> the yeah. word trust earlier I, I think a lot of it is to trust that that if you trust it it will happen if yeah. you trust you, you are going to have a magical journey trusting yeah. is everything that's what we call yes. taya taya trust your abundance because mm-hmm. the trust component is trusting the universe to deliver abundance, whatever that means to you. Abundance is a very broad term. Abundance means what do you want to experience? It can be financial mm-hmm. abundance. It could be health abundance. It could be, uh, you know, Romantic travel abundance. abundance. Yeah, whatever, whatever it is, whatever yeah. your version of yeah. abundance is. If you trust that the universe is delivering and you step back and just get out of the way, then you will see that in your reality. And it may not be the way that you thought it was going to happen. In fact, I have learned in my life not to get caught up in the how, because when I start getting into the how, that's when I start to really trip myself up. How is that going to work? How's that going to happen? What do I need to do next? The stream, my channeling of it, the Taya practice, which is 
huge. All of that emerged from a broad intention. Yeah. Not me sitting down and trying to figure out the steps and let me plan this. And, you know, th there's, there's a difference between sitting down and figuring something out and frustration, which is below neutral. You're not even capable of new creation there. And sitting down and being inspired. Mm -hmm. And when you're inspired, mm -hmm. it just comes to you. That source, that is your yeah. source being at play when you are inspired and things just flow. And then we mm -hmm. start needing more or we start questioning where it's coming from or how that's going to work. We lower the vibration and then suddenly that creative flow stops. Yeah. Then we start trying to hammer things into, into place and we all know how that goes. Not well. No, no. Everything slows down. So, you know, and, and, and that's it. Is that because I think part of the reason of that is because we're brainwashed, brainwashed into hard industrial work equals outcomes, you know? Yeah. Um, and it does, it equals outcomes for factory owners. You know, that's the, that's <laughs> yeah, the industrial, <laughs> that's the industrial model, but, that, but that's the industrial revolution, right? Yeah. That it was like, and again, we, we want to be in that appreciation right. space of appreciating <clears throat> that that exists that that mindset's out there that there are people that are served by that at every level but you don't have to be in that 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 thought process you don't have to be part of that if you don't want to be no no, if you, no. at all and that's it at all i've it, proven that to myself yeah. in the last few years okay. uh gosh five years now since i i left my um uh, my my nine to five in 2017. yeah yeah and no matter I mean, what happens twists and turns and ups and downs and all that I have a roof over my head. I have food to eat. I have, you know, all the things that I want and need. You know, I, I went out of town just for one night and we went and stayed at a hotel uh, overnight. Uh, we went and saw Nikki Glazer. If you listen to comedy, you know, Nikki Glazer. If not, you should Google her. If you get offended, don't. <laughs> if you're the one who gets offended, you're probably not listening to this anyway. But if you do, you might not want to listen to her. But if you love comedy, no holds barred, you know, type of stuff. She's very much like that. So we went to see her and we stayed at this casino uh, and it was okay. It wasn't, you know, anything nice. And it really made me appreciate home so much. <laughs> my bed, my shower, my surroundings, my view. And I've got like, gosh, you know, I've manifested such a beautiful place to live. I don't ever want to leave it. Yeah. 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 And that's okay. And, it's okay. And, and, that's kind of where I am, you know, right now in yeah. life is that I really love doing everything from here. I was doing this before the pandemic. I did it during the pandemic. And now that that's behind us, uh, you know, here I am still, still teaching uh, mostly virtually and love it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. And how, and how easy was it to manifest your, your, your dream home and your dream partner really? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, what, you know, what well, life's we... not perfect, but it's pretty damn good. I can tell you that. Yeah. And I yeah, appreciate yeah. it very much. Absolutely. We should jump over to Patreon now and, and just talk through the steps of how you can start to have that, um, you know, start living your, your future self and what are some key tips that, uh, that you can do as a tire practitioner to, to stay on the path towards, uh, towards your intended future. Absolutely. And if you haven't right. checked out our Patreon, uh, please click the link wherever you're listening to this podcast or watching it if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, please click, click the link and just check out our Patreon channel. Our entire Taya Academy uh, and all of our offerings exist now on Patreon. So you can pick your tier. You can check it out. Uh, flow in, flow out, flow up, flow down, whatever you want to do. Uh, we've designed it that way. So you can come in and uh, absorb the stream's teachings and learn at the level that you wish to learn at. But it's all about learning the amazing practice of Taya and just being in the, the presence of the stream's teachings 
on demand whenever you want. And we do a lot of live things on there as well. So you can certainly uh, catch us live when you're a member of certain tiers on there. So go check it out. Click the link below to uh, to do that. And uh, Matt, thank you so much for being our guest this week. That was brilliant. Yeah, it was thank good you fun all as for, always. And I, I hope to uh, to catch you over on the other side with our uh, at least 10 tips. Uh, we usually go overboard. So I'm going to say 10 tips plus. 1,000, uh, 1,000 tips. <laughs> at least 10 tips on how to step into your future self. Thanks a lot. This episode doesn't have to end here. You can join us over on Patreon for the roundtable discussion of everything the stream shared today and how to apply it in your life. Join us at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. I hope to see you over there.